0: This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is
1: Let's, Let's Drink, Drink About it. it. You're listening to Let's Drink About It, a podcast where we proceed from the premise that every life event has a perfect cocktail pairing. I'm your host, Benjamin R. Harrison.
0: And I'm your host, Christopher P. Bowman.
1: <laughs> oh, there's a P in there. I didn't <laughs> there know is. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and our lovely and talented guest is Andrea Salenzi of the YOY Radio show on WFMU slash podcast. I listen to it as a podcast, Uh, and uh, also of uh, the Gist, producer of the Gist on Slate.
2: Thanks for having me. Welcome, Andrea.
1: Bungled the way I said that somehow. Uh, (laughs) 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 uh, But yeah, uh, so uh, I'm not going to introduce YOY as well as you probably can. So, uh, but I think it's a terrific show. I think that our audience would would enjoy it. So uh, how do you describe it?
2: Sure. Um, It's a weekly show about love, sex, technology, relationships, but that's kind of the language. It's actually just the things that I'm anxious about usually. (laughs) 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 Um, And it it started as me being like a single girl facing the world. And over the course of the series of episodes so far, I've met someone, um, started a relationship, and now I'm starting to turn the focus.
1: Um, and uh, and this fellow's name is uh, Randy. Am I- <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> Randy is uh, this wonderful regular guest of mine. Actually, he's kind of a nightmare. He's like the worst human in <laughs>
1: the I was, world. <laughs> I was trying to explain to my fiance Rachel who Randy was, and. Uh, and i couldn't i couldn't convey it to her yeah he
2: he's sexist racist he has a horrible taste in music (laughs) he lives in murray hill uh Mm -hmm. and the bars there are great i'm new to
1: swipe
0: left (laughs) (laughs) i'm new to y-o-y and uh i i have a question is is that is he for real i haven't heard randy so i don't yeah well
2: i have a question for you what do you what do you think
0: uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I have nothing to go. I mean, I've, I've only heard the 29 and a half episodes so far. Like I'm literally brand new to your show and I love I what know. I've heard so far, but I, yeah. well, am just
1: could be like, this could be like, you know, coming in on the best show midstream where there, there are things that are, okay then, so are no. true yeah. and there are things that are, are, bits, but it's really hard to tell sometimes. Yeah,
2: and and the fun is trying to figure it out. Okay,
1: cool. Then don't answer the
0: question. Yeah. All right, great. So, I love I, it. But
2: I love the ambiguity there. And um, actually, I've been like cornered on panels where people are like, is he real? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> and I just, that's, that's the fun of, of like either you once you start to get to know him you're gonna really hope he isn't real let's just, <laughs> let's just say
1: whether or not he's real he's unbelievable
2: no, i'm trying to think of some examples of like things he does he loves um bubblegum shrimp in times square <laughs> oh, and yeah. one of my favorite episodes we went out to eat there
1: oh wow yeah i i missed that one um yeah i i mean i started listening to your show because i'm a uh, i've been a seven second delay fan for about as long as i've been a podcast fan and uh Yours is is like the the first fifteen minutes of your show is always the last fifteen minutes of that podcast. Yeah, so you guys
2: should have Ken and Andy on here. They're we great. should.
1: Uh, yeah, I was I was I was trying to think about how that pitch would go because the only thing I know about them as uh, alcohol consumers is that time that Ken had uh, like seven shots of tequila <laughs> in like three minutes and then went. <gasps> On stage at the UCB and did a live radio show. <laughs> oh my and god! And the worst is
2: he just gets drunker and drunker as it goes on, and, and they're
1: like, like. But they Bad had serious
2: drunk. guests on that night. Yeah. They had Tony Shalhoub from yeah. Monk. They had John Darnielle from the Mountain Goats. Wow. And Ken is just a mess. Like he can barely speak. <laughs> so John Darnielle just finished this album about you know the Bible and like some of the you know early stories of man. And Ken was like, "But you don't blibe in the Bible."
0: <laughs>
2: he like couldn't keep it together.
1: Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Seven Second Delay is a is another WFMU show. I think I think it's been on for like 25 years or something yeah easily and Andrea you were um, a producer on that for a while right
2: yeah I started off as like a volunteer blogger they didn't have any kind of online presence and offered to help out and then eventually became the producer of their live UCB shows but yeah they almost got me kicked out of college <laughs> <laughs>
0: sure
2: it's been a it's been a complicated yeah. long
1: they're uh show. sort of an anti-comedy prank show stunt radio stunt show Loosely, the premise is they come up with a new radio show idea every week, but it's it's much more about uh, two like aging <laughs> radio nerds.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's a true comedy duo. Like yeah. they really complement each other. Yeah. and um, the mean one and the the straight man and the mean one.
1: And the
0: straight <laughs> straight. You had you had but You eventually
2: at... learn that Andy's the one with the with the biggest heart of them all. Mm-hmm.
0: You had me at uh, aging radio nerds. Yeah. It's
2: going to be you guys,
1: years from now. Uh, Here's hoping. Here's hoping. Yeah. Um, I'll be the mean one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I guess we should probably get into the life events. I think we should.
0: Let's start with uh, the, our guest this week, Andrea. What, what's your life event this week?
1: Yeah, what's going on? I had to
2: leave my apartment um, by the end of this month and I was going to go live alone and this apartment fell through and I was talking to my boyfriend about it and he said, maybe we should live together and then Ooh. we spent a weekend talking about it and going through every kind of neurotic scenario in my head possible. All right, and we're, we're over doing 140
1: it. characters We're doing already. it. Okay. We're moving okay. in okay. together. Moving in with the boyfriend. But I'm very all worried about <laughs> it
2: and I need to drink about it
0: with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we're going to get to that. Don't you worry. Chris, how about you? Uh, well, it's uh, been a scant year after I've announced it, but I, uh, I, 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 think a year ago I said I really wanted to play uh, a regular game of softball or slash baseball and I think yeah, it's about to it happen.
1: Was, it was that cocktail that had a hot dog in it that really took right. me over the edge in wanting to do that, right?
0: That's, I mean, it's taken me a year to recover from that drink, so <laughs> I feel like I'm ready. I feel like I'm ready to go. So, uh, yes, a weekly game of uh, softball I think is on the horizon for me. Oh, cool. And hey, you, Ben? Yeah.
1: Um, you know, I have this new pup, and uh, I'm meeting all kinds of weirdos around my neighborhood <laughs> in and around the dog park, and my life event this week is just dog park hijinks. I love it.
2: Oh, I have a lot. I have a lot of advice for you as a dog owner.
0: Man, I don't own a dog, but uh, I've been to many dog parks with friends with dogs, and I, I cannot get enough.
2: Dog owners are assholes.
0: <laughs> I mean, they, they can be, judge be for sure. They yeah, sure mental.
1: Andrea, you are going to be drinking a beverage called the Juliet and Romeo. Ooh. Uh, this, uh, this is kind of a weird um, recipe in that you're supposed to let it sit for half an hour. So I was like scrambling to get your ingredients together when you came in. Um, this is three slices of cucumber sliced an eighth inch thick, three sprigs of mint, Tiny pinch of salt, two ounces of London dry gin, three-quarter ounces of fresh lime juice, three-quarter ounces of simple syrup, three drops of rose water, um, and three drops of Angostura bitters. So... Uh,
2: oh, this sounds dreamy. Yeah.
1: Nice uh, <laughs> so nice summer drink, right? So sitting to
2: pull the flavor out yeah, of the cucumber? I Do you think, think that's it, I what's I think happening? that's probably
1: what's going on. The the mint and the cucumber are infusing into the gin right now. Oh, my God. oh. Uh, Sitting in that tin over there on the counter. I
2: don't know if I'll ever make any other cocktails but this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so uh, muddle the cucumber, pinch of salt, and uh, gently bru- bruise the mint um, and add the remaining ingredients and let sit for th- oh my god, guys, this is super embarrassing. Let's what? sit for 30 seconds. Ah! <laughs> I'm trying
2: to find the metaphor in here for like moving in with my boyfriend yeah. it's like wow. maybe the lightly bruised mint uh, <laughs> <Sure, yeah. laughs> is my future um,
1: yeah. or the muddled cucumber you know who knows don't get too fresh uh, <laughs> uh, so shake strain into a chilled coop and garnish with one floating mint leaf and add another drop of rose water on top of the leaf um uh, <laughs> boy i'm a real dummy that is uh i think that the last uh always
0: read to the end ben always read to the end
1: yeah well the last i think the last uh cocktail i made for a guest i uh i i like i picked a drink out for heather fink last week and i i was like i was like walking around like doop 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 i came up with the drink and then like about four <laughs> hours before we started recording, I, like, looked at my phone at the recipe that I'd copy-pasted, and uh, it said, like, uh, infuse something into something for, for 24 hours, and I was like, fuck! Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
0: you're
2: just, like, over, you just expected this cocktail to also take that. Yeah.
1: I'm,
0: Wait, I'm, did I'm, I miss it? How long has this been sitting?
1: Uh, it's been sitting since we started the show, basically. So, oh, it'll, sorry. It'll, so it'll,
2: I could get yeah. started.
1: Yeah. It's not going <laughs> to be terrible. No. Be, oh, my God. This is so cucumbery and minty. I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, you are going to be drinking uh, Bronx cocktail. Uh, I'm, I'm sure everybody knows that listens to this show. There's a, a classic cocktail for every single borough in New York. And mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I associate the Bronx with. Uh, baseball and bike mm-hmm. extension softball so
0: the bombers is, it bombers? is it the yeah, bombers the yeah. bronx bombers The bronx
1: bombers um so yeah you'll be drinking the bronx this is two ounces of gin half an ounce of dry vermouth half an ounce of sweet vermouth and an ounce of fresh orange juice so combine your ingredients in a shaker with ice stra- uh shake and strain into a chilled cocktail glass and garnish with an orange twist
0: now, uh, Ben, if you'll permit me, uh, while looking for the uh, listener request this week, I, I flipped past the, a little bit of history on the Bronx Cocktail. Do you know oh, the no history? Way. Uh, uh,
1: not too much of it, no. Uh,
0: okay. Uh, listen, here, here's a paragraph, so bear with me. When the Waldorf Astoria Hotel was just the Waldorf and it stood where the Empire State Building stands today, it was the home of the famous Big Brass Rail, the watering hole for the, the robber barons of the late 19th and early 20th centuries, it was yeah. also the home of uh, Johnny Salon, top, bar- top barman of the day. Shortly after a trip to the newly opened Bronx Zoo, Johnny invented the Bronx cocktail for a guest, claiming it was impossible to discern any difference between the zoo and his bar.
1: <laughs> there you go. Hey, pretty good.
0: Ooh, long-winded. Zing. Um, uh, yeah, Ben, for you, your drink. You're oh going yeah. to be drinking uh, ephemeral. Uh, it's two ounces of old-time gin, one ounce of Dolan blank vermouth. Uh, one bar spoon of Saint Germain and a dash of uh, celery bitters. Uh, you're gonna stir with ice and strain into a chilled coupe and garnish with a grapefruit twist.
1: Nice. Um, yeah. Another thing I didn't read was the grapefruit twist, so I'll have to. <laughs> I'll, I'll use a, a lemon. All right. And peel instead. Sure. Sorry, listeners. Jeez. Sure. Get off think, my back.
0: I think there was actually two sentences of instructions on that, but you know.
1: Whatever. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, you got a lot
0: going on, Ben. You got a lot going on. What can I'm, I say?
1: I'm I'm very busy. uh, You are killing evil aliens on PlayStation. (laughs) 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 All right, Uh, let's uh, let's go make these bad boys, and we'll come back and we'll drink them, and we'll talk about the life events that they pair with. That we will. Cheers, guys!
0: Cheers! Cheers!
1: I was like taking the cocktail gingerly over my my computer. This is B- blessing it with the sacrament. <clears throat> I don't know. You, you haven't learned your lesson. I can't believe it. No, not at all. Mm.
2: Wow. Does it, it work? Oh my gosh. If I could get this at a bar, I'd order it all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure you can. Find me a bar that makes this. I, I, think it, I think it was invented at a bar. I should have written that down. I did. <laughs> I'm uh, a monster. Uh,
2: <laughs> what's the sour is the lemon, right?
1: Uh, lime juice, yeah. Oh, the lime yeah, um, oh! Now I uh, thought I had rose water, but it turned out I had uh, orange flower water, which I'm mm-hmm. hoping is sufficiently I was about to say floral. I can't
2: even taste the rose water, but um, I can taste the orange. Okay, well, yeah, this is like fruity and light, but also ginny and warm. It's yeah. like warm and cold at the same time. Um, which will be my my new life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, like always looking out the window thinking about all of all of the dating that you could have been doing. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> all of that's, the randies, all of the randys fear. out there that you could
2: <laughs> That's like not what worries me about living with him. Um you know, like I really, really love him. I just don't want to lose the fun of um
1: Yeah, meeting up and
2: yeah, not even, I'm going to miss dating. Like the sense of like, I haven't seen you all week and here you yeah. are. Yeah. And like, I have so much to tell you about. Right. Like, will we ever have that again if you live with someone? Oh,
1: you you can keep that going. Um, two, two hot tips. One, uh, have times when you meet each other not at home and mm. where you don't like travel together to the place, like meet right. up after work at a bar or something like that. Because it,
2: it's nice to see someone from a distance reading a book and be like, wow, it's you.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it, and it, like, I think basically, that, basically, have your own, keep your own life. Yeah. If you only, like, like my fiance's experience of me is when she leaves in the morning, I'm flopping around on the bed. And then when she comes <laughs> home at night, I'm sitting on the couch watching television. So I look like the most, <laughs> <laughs> most oaf, shifty, <laughs> <or> shiftless <laughs> oaf <laughs> that has ever existed. Um, you know, Typically, there's like a fairly full work day in there. It's just that I don't have a commute. So and you just it don't just, wear any
2: clothes it, for all of it. <laughs> right.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a really good thing that you have like proof that you
0: work, you know, like in, in the way that there's like, there's, yeah, an end there's evidence. There. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. She
1: may not, in fact, be going to a law firm. I don't know. It's not yeah, like I'm exactly. looking at the court record of like the Southern District of New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. You've got, you've got, you've got that much on her. You can say, look, this
0: is what I did today.
1: Uh, yeah. She um, can't say the same. Yeah, I had a second piece of advice It has flown out of my mind. I'm I'm sure it'll come back to me. But yeah. I don't know anything about moving in with somebody because my uh relationship started as a roommate relationship. Oh, um what? and we actually moved back in together cuz we like she moved out like almost immediately after we declared our mutual interest, but um we'd already like had The dry run of living together without the relationship part. So it was like pretty easy to see how it would work.
2: Oh, that's amazing. Going
1: in, Um, Andrea,
0: was it? Was it a? I mean, how long have you been dating this fellow, this guy Randy? Year and a half. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Well, that's a pretty good amount of time, you know. Yeah, it was the
2: point where when I was moving out, everyone I know in New York was saying, "So you're moving in with Mike, right? Like, oh, (laughs) so you guys are moving in together?" And there's a lot of social pressure to do it, and I would get, I would get really like high and mighty and say, "No, people do it too fast. I want to wait. We have forever to move in together." And I had like a million reasons why we shouldn't.
1: Yeah. Um. And then the
2: moment he wanted to, I was like, Oh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) sure. Very very romantic, right?
2: (laughs) Right. It's like
1: it's a big step. You yeah, know? you want to have that coming from a nice gentleman?
2: Maybe, yeah. The, just like we had this plan, which was we were going to be neighbors. We were both going to move to the same neighborhood and oh. try to get like as close to each other as possible. And it felt like that was like That's a gateway tricky. conversation That's a good idea. <laughs> to well. saying, "I want to live with you."
0: Yeah. Um, then you just end up parked in front of your window, looking through binoculars, waiting for him to get home and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Uh, well, that's, um, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty good. That's like, um, I don't know. So you, 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 but you've got anxieties about it is what you're saying.
2: I just don't want, um, I don't want to spoil the, the delight of each other's company. I don't want to become so accustomed to seeing him around that it doesn't feel like an event that I yeah. need to be yeah. excited about. Um, and I also like that, you know, right now. I try to be my best self for him. Yeah, Yeah. I want to look really pretty. I want to say the smartest things. I want to be incredibly funny and energetic when we hang out.
1: The five minutes before you see him, we're on the train like (laughs) skimming through the New Yorker. Like, oh, it's a cool anecdote. (laughs) 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 Fuck, fuck. I totally do that.
2: Yeah, something like that. I want to like, I come up with interesting stories I want to tell him and like I'm kind of planning. And if you're with someone forever, how do you bring that all the time? You can't possibly. So there's going to be a lot of downtime where you're just, you have nothing interesting to say and you've done nothing
1: other than work i've gotten but very involved in the office politics that, that my fiance deals with like well, work oh stories. like this this guy has the case but he's not going to be going on the deposition because they want me to go on the deposition and <laughs> like i'm like whoa you know <laughs> uh and it like you know i i try to keep up and remember you know who people like it's hard because like, I've I've like not met any of them, so like I'll have like the names, and I try to remember like okay, this name is the douchey guy, and this <laughs> name is the uh, nice guy who's leaving in a moment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: See, your job sounds like the one I'm gonna have, but my boyfriend's gonna have to do for me, like he. <laughs> He's like less revealing about stuff like that understandably. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um and I I'm, I'm always tasking him with a lot of details about my life that yeah. maybe no one should ever know.
1: Well, you kind of you you've lived a a big portion of your recent romantic life on the radio and that's kind of that well, that, I, that I must kinda, have been yeah. like an interesting negotiation when you guys started dating too.
2: Yeah. I don't actually, I kind of pres- try to preserve as much of it for just us as possible. Like, I guess I could do a whole episode like, what does it mean to live with your boyfriend? But yeah. instead I'm coming on your show. <laughs> but, <laughs> and I kind of want to like yeah. make it our own special thing somehow. I'm not going to yeah. you know, record our first apartment visit, <laughs> like with yeah, interviews with
0: broker. <laughs> yeah. But um, it is a, like, it is a, you know, there's a balance there. I mean, cause there is something really, I mean, uh, the last relationship I had, I lived with my girlfriend and, uh, I loved coming home to her, you know, and I loved like, you know, that intimacy, that different level, that next level of, yeah, you lose a little bit of like maybe some spontaneity from time to time, but there is something to be said about that next level of relationship, don't you think?
1: Yeah. And peeing with the door open is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the kind of intimacy I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, what do you guys, cause you guys have both lived with, you currently live with your fiance and you've lived with a girl before. Any advice for like how you handle when you feel sick, like having a cold
0: Uh um, like. Oh, well we're death? guys, so we're the biggest sucks on earth. So it's like, you yeah. know, every, like the littlest cold will, you know, render you useless. Right. Well, yeah. so. Sometimes
2: I just don't want to be around anyone and yeah. I just feel horrible. And it's like, do I sleep in the, like on the couch that night? Like no, how do I handle on that? The
1: couch. Yeah, exactly. I just say this I'm th- kicking th- you out of bed th- cause th- I can't. If he doesn't breathe out of my nose, you know. I mean. Well, I mean, if he doesn't offer, we, we then have you some, ask, we have some suspicions d- about this <laughs> fellow. If he's not yeah, offering, yeah. It. I mean, uh, yeah, I've a couple of times uh, gone to gone to sleep on the couch or or whatever, um, aka the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the doghouse, except where there wasn't a fight. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, yeah, but I mean. Also like you probably will just get it. So or or yeah. they will get it. So I mean it it it's one thing uh that you will find out is who has the better immune system because one yeah. of you will be like <laughs> <laughs> and the other I'll be like knocked on their ass for a week and be like, damn. <laughs> Ooh, a little bit of a little bit of a weak immune system it looks like. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> we need to share more of our bio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that that is inevitable, right? Like unless you live like uh Ricky and Lucy with the separate beds, which um, I recommend, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: What about like grocery shopping and laundry? Um,
1: uh I do, can speak yeah.
2: for
0: the laundry part, like I did laundry exclusively.
1: Wow.
2: For both for both I, of you?
1: Yeah, wow. exclusively. Um I would say I do about 90% of the cooking, so I do um similar portion of the grocery shopping. Um, sometimes I'll like launch into a dinner cooking project. And it's really nice to know that Rachel's inbound so that as I discover the ingredients that I don't have, I can just like make a little list and text them to her. So that's she'll great. grab them on the way home. That's a, that's um, a,
0: that's a, that's fucking teamwork right there.
1: It's teamwork. It's made me very lazy about actually like having things on hand, but. <laughs> well, yeah, my
0: ex girlfriend was the uh, she was the one that cooked and I was the one that cleaned. So that's you know, it yeah. worked at least uh, on that in that regard.
1: Yeah, it's good to it's good to break the break the jobs down. Um, yeah. It's inevitable we'll that it out. some of those like yeah. things. It's you know, just don't let anything become like a simmering. Thing. There's a natural. Like there's you're like, a natural. Oh, God, I really want to address this, but I don't want to hurt. It's just, just get it out like immediately. See, but that's not in. how I
2: handle roommates. Like I cleaned hair out of the drain for like he, the past two years. without yeah. ever saying a word about maybe you should take your hair out of the drain. Right, well, but it's
1: different with a With this, any fault, so I won't get the hair. Yeah, it's all gonna be your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think the thing with that too is like I, you know. I mean, I guess that's what's known as an enabler, right? Like you allow this thing to happen and they don't even know it's happening. I mean, you, you clean the drain and I've, I've done exactly that. And it's like, oh, yeah. if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. And I'm not going <laughs> to put that on somebody else. So, uh, I mean, I'm not going to, not going to bitch about it, complain yeah. about it. So I'll just do it. And that's it. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's, <laughs> there's of course things I get uptight about you know, with roommates. You get uptight about things, but.
1: Yeah. If it's something well, I
0: want done, I just do it and and that's kind of how
1: it is, you know. The real beauty is that there's two people that could have done anything that happens in the apartment now. Yeah. And you love the person that <laughs> did it if it isn't yeah. you. So right. it's like it's like it's easier to do something for them because you like want to just, you know, pick up after them and like you don't mind because you love them, but it's also easier to just be like like, hey, let's work out a, a better system for this so that we're not like trying to so chop that, each other's so heads I off. So that's keep my
2: love at hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Yeah, right, yeah. right.
1: Yeah, do not let it dip below ninety eight percent. Rachel and I went on a bike ride today. That uh, I'll like often like kind of because I ride my bike a lot more. Kind of know how to get to the place that we're going. Uh, so I'll I'll take. So she's a eating point your dust. And yeah, and and like I'll like I'll like get to a red light and I'll. I'll like look behind me to check that she's still there. And she is like a 10 spec. blocks back in the distance. <laughs> yeah. and, I'm like, and I'm like, I feel like I've been going at half, half Harbor speed. <laughs> like, just yeah, like, this is not the speed that I would be going if this was, if this was just me. And she just, you know, she's way more careful about stopping at the reds and, you know, so you just thought about smarter, calling it off for a second and then you
2: changed yeah. your mind.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, you know, yeah, it's just like, Am I gonna let this be a thing that turns into a fight or am I just gonna, you know, accept that we have kind of a different approach to this yeah. thing?
0: It's different too because it isn't a roommate, it's the person you love. So I mean there's a lot more leeway, there's a lot more forgiveness there, I think, until you know, until it's maybe well, out of control. But. Yeah, and then yeah.
2: Well, um I used to live with uh, I used to have two lady roommates, and then one moved out, and the other's boyfriend moved in. So I've yeah. been living with a oh, couple wow. for the past year,
1: which uh, which can be the worst, right? Yeah. It can and be I, great, but I it's knew the reputation the of it.
2: Yeah, it was kind of the worst. I just always felt like I was in the way, and yeah, um, I think they're just so wonderful. But I would best, like best watch best part of their moving process. in with your
1: significant other just fight, you. in you yeah. can, oh, no, fight in the open. Yeah, you're not you're not embarrassed about the fight that you're in. Just everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, but I'd like
2: watch their like small talk that you make when you live with someone the like oh do you think uh did you listen to that podcast or like <laughs> what kind of noodles do you like better asian noodles or like italian <laughs> noodles and i would yeah. just like witness it up close and be like never never yeah. mike and i will wait as long as we can before we move in together because i don't want to have the noodle talk yeah but is the noodle t- the noodle talk is inevitable
0: yeah. I mean, you, you recently, I mean, like as I say, I listened to that 29 and a half episode and you talked about never wanting to be the person that bought a nice couch. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and suddenly you find yourself, well, maybe now we're going to buy that like, couch.
2: I feel like I need to be domestic and make us a nice home and like think about the right mason jar to put a plant in. Sure. But do you and feel like you
0: need to do that for yourself or you need to do it for him?
2: It's both. It's both. It's like an image of myself that I have that like, yeah, he'd come home, and I have a perfect kale salad ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it has I, I like can, dried cherries on it. As, some, like, as somebody that dressing. has pulled together
1: a perfect kale salad for somebody to come home to, I have to say it's a very satisfying thing to do. It's a good feeling, feeling yeah. right? Yeah, yeah.
2: I want to be that girl, but like my life so far has been being a single lady living in Bushwick with, with the dog, and like I'll just, I'll just find whatever's in the fridge and eat it. Yeah, uh, but it's all um, growth. It might I be mean, just, like, like edamame and
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: And a frozen burrito, it's an, it's my night. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so like but now Listen. I have this like idea of myself as like domestic goddess and I don't know if I have time to be her, but I don't wanna not be her, but I don't think he cares either way. Yeah. I mean he just likes me. So
1: Yeah. Well and, and like that's also like something that kinda winds up getting resolved without like specific effort. You know, like when we moved, we, we lived with another couple for four years before we moved into this place. Wow. And Whoa. we...
2: Wait, was that weird? Would you guys like hear each other?
1: Uh, it was great. Like we loved them. But no, we, but like,
2: would you guys hear each other? Oh, you mean like boning down? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I can't say whether they ever heard us, but uh, I actually had a debate <laughs> with uh, with Rachel the other day about whether we could hear them. And uh, we we fell on either side of the issue. I will... I will leave it to people's imaginations. I thought on which side.
0: Andrea, I I thought you just meant like, why can't we ever hear? Like, what? What are you saying? (laughs) Like, speak up. Like, we're supposed to be having dinner. I can never hear you.
2: It's like they're always whispering. It's like they have like a thing for whispering. Yeah. Uh, no, but like, yeah, he's living above two couples right now. And we're just like, that must be so weird. Like, good night guys. (laughs) Good night guys. To (laughs) your (laughs) supper. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, guys, I just want to give a little update for those following at home. The fact that I have a giant fly in my house, uh, (laughs) I haven't given any updates so far. So this is actually between
2: the the door and the screen right now. He went, he
1: finally went over to the screen door and I got the glass door in between, I got him in between the glass door and the screen door. So he's oh, the technically decompression on chamber. the outside of the apartment. I yeah, think he's on the decompression. open it again
2: until he dies. In yeah.
1: There. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're <laughs> out of the, uh, we have no balcony for the next few days. <laughs> but, <laughs> let's uh, just this, shift
0: gears here and just like, just let's monitor the life of this fly.
1: Yeah. Um, Chris, I really like this uh, ephemeral drink that you made me. I'm almost Do done you? with it actually. It's, it's really a martini, you know? It's like, it's like a, um, a weird old tom gin variation on a martini and i guess yeah. with the saint germain and like old tom gin is sweeter than london dry gin um it's that like it's like not as not as sweet as uh geneva Mm-hmm. man the dog is the dog is doing all <laughs> kinds of silly shit over there it's <laughs> the
2: a mess right now <laughs> there's a uh, ball on a table and he's freaking out if he can't
1: get to he, it he, he really <laughs>
0: wants he's that.
2: begging it to come to him and obviously it won't
0: <laughs> does not understand uh, how work. vamp vamp
2: <laughs> <laughs> get the dog the ball get the dog the ball uh oh he actually wanted the treat not the ball and now uh. he climbed into his little cage i don't know why he's willingly entering a cage right oh he now. loves
1: that place that's his little home. Um, it's, it's cool so, when dogs
0: like their cages.
1: Yeah. So this is uh, this is a great drink. I think I probably hit it with like uh, a little bit more of the celery bitters than it really wants. And so, do you
0: typically like? I'm you know I don't drink a lot of uh, martinis, but do you typically like that much vermouth, like dry vermouth, in your martinis? Uh,
1: I think that probably not if it was dry gin, but yeah, in this one it's kind of cool. I okay. Say. Um. But yeah, it's a it's a good drink. Good, I, I recommend like it. it. It's uh, it's 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 a it it's it's you know not a sweet cocktail, and it, it is uh, a welcome variation on the martini, in my opinion. Good. Um, uh, you, most most variations on the martini. I hate.
2: If you'd done grapefruit, do you think it would be drastically different?
1: <laughs> uh, I think it would just be kind of a like the like on the nose. The would notes be would different. be different. Yeah. yeah. I went with a an orange twist, mm-hmm. um, so.
0: Well, I mean, imagine now you've got a flask full of mm-hmm. this drink, and you're standing oh, wow. in a park full of fucking nut jobs. With
1: jobs. <laughs> Man, like so. There. So, we moved into this apartment. I don't know, six months ago or something, and, um, like, I, I like we moved from Williamsburg, which is a super crowded neighborhood that you know, like tourists come too. So we didn't know anybody that lived like around us, you know, we knew like one or two people that were in the building that we were in, but, um, like, no, we didn't have any like sense of our neighbors at all. And having this dog, like you're always out on the street. You're always like meeting the like people that are walking around. And it's like, it's this like whole new experience of New York that I've never had before. And
0: you're you're basically walking around with an icebreaker.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, and like, there are parts of that that are like really great. Like, there's uh, like really nice people that live in our building that also have dogs, and in the building next door that also have dogs. And we're like, I'm like, I'm you know, I'm ticking down the moments before we're like going out to dinner with these people. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is like so lovely, uh, <laughs> and they have hilarious dogs. So, um, uh, so there's that aspect and. Then there's the aspect, um, I've had two different people out of, like, offensive ethnic stereotype central casting walk up to me off the street. The first one was, like, an Italian guy in a tracksuit. He was like, oh, he's got a beautiful coat. Just make sure you put olive oil in his food when he eats. It'll, it'll make his coat so shiny. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I see. I, I was thinking more along, way, like, hey, I like a you puppy. <laughs> it's a me. It's a little pepperoni. Yeah. And, and then... And And then uh, a couple days ago, a Polish guy... Who I shit you not had hair growing off of the tip of his nose, like little wisp of hair growing off the tip of his nose comes Something up we to can me, and he goes, "Oh, he's a beautiful dog. Uh, make sure you buy potato flour and rub it into his coat. It uh, you'll never have to clean him." And I was like, "What? Let's like, but see, this is we have an opportunity here." you guys are all here, just ben. recommending the stereotypical ingredient of your people,
0: but we and, have an opportunity here yeah you know you can you can take a hybrid of those two pieces of advice and you will have a a dog with the nicest coat in all of new york
1: i know yeah seriously it'll it'll uh it'll, it'll be it'll shiny be and you'll never have to clean it. The marriage between Italian and Polish culture that the world has been waiting for <laughs> yeah. I've,
2: I've had my dog Mabel for four years, and what I've learned about the way other dog owners talk to you about your dog is that they're actually talking about themselves yeah usually.
1: yeah well, it's so, like people with kids yeah. right it's like this, oh, you got to do this school thing or.
2: But yeah, but the, no, but with, the, with dog owners, they'll say things like, you know, she's uncomfortable around strangers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she
2: can be aggressive with children. Yeah. yeah. Um, she needs to lose a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, She, she feels like scared when we're apart. They're always talking mm-hmm. about Separation themselves. And, yeah. and like if you listen to them with that lens, it becomes like a really amazing that's, experience because I'm constantly fun. projecting on my dog. Yeah. And the reality of dogs is they just are always thinking, what's good for dog? What's good <laughs> for dog? But I yeah. always give her another level. Like she's mad at me because I've been working too late and she's, dogs don't hold grudges.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't know what work is. No. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah.
2: She's just, she's just like sleepy and ignoring <laughs> me because she's kind of tired, but I think she has a grudge. So, right uh it's important to try to hear the dog owners and like look at the way they're projecting
1: that's 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 a great point you know uh, like the dog park is really the like is is the centrifuge where this stuff gets rarefied (laughs) and i uh i i went down to i i always go i've always got like a podcast going when i uh take the dog on a walk and i uh I always like take my headphones out about a half a block ahead of the dog park. And I, cause I, there's always a little bit of like greeting people yeah, t- it's type it's stuff. It's very that antisocial happens.
2: to leave your headphones on at the dog park. I yeah. learned there's a lot of pressure because so, we'll start asking you, how old is she? Right.
1: And I, what I'm, do you I'm,
2: feed her? I
1: always want to like fade into the background and get the headphones back in. And I'm occasionally successful with that, but sometimes it's just, it doesn't.
2: Not with a puppy. Wait till she's old.
1: Yeah. Um, the uh, so th- the the thing that like blew me away the other day was I was sitting on a bench, um, checking Twitter or something, and the two people sitting next to me uh, were chit chatting away and like you know talking about oh like my landlord wants me out but I have such great rent I'm never leaving kind of <laughs> chat and and I was, <laughs> was like immediately like the most conservative jerk in the world (laughs) i was like oh he's fucking bums (laughs) uh but uh but like one of them just like mentioned like oh yeah and there's that other there's the other dog park and we're in mccarran park and they're like there's other dog park in mcgolrick park some of the social people from here go to that one too and i was like the social people i am not one of those (laughs) and uh yeah i was like it, it was a great thought technology to 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 like realize that there are people that like when I come into the dog park and i'm like attempting to like extract myself from having to converse with anybody, like the people that really want to converse with people see me and don't want to converse with me they want to converse with their own kind, which is refreshing and huh.
2: I had this horrible liberating. experience once where I was at um the P- Prospect Park dog park and uh, it's like awfully showers. It was early in the morning oh, and yeah. there was one group of owners who were mostly white people and they all had small dogs. And then there was <laughs> one group of owners, much more diverse, like mostly African American, like couples and singles yeah. and pit bulls. Right. I'm a white girl with a pit bull. Where do I go? <laughs>
1: yeah. Who do you mill like, around with? Because my do
2: you- dog was bigger than all the white people dogs. Right. Uh, but I also felt like I would be making people uncomfortable if I went and interrupted some kind of other. Vibe.
1: You're in the
0: middle of that Venn diagram.
2: I didn't know where to go. So I just stood in the middle and let Mabel decide. And she played with everyone. And I was like, I've I've merged these groups pretty
1: good. Yeah. You are the connective tissue.
2: Do like. Yeah. uh, There's
1: some weird class stuff that goes on. Like, there's definitely like um, some, some like uh, more uh, rough, rough and tumble type of breeds that show up at the dog park and (laughs) they come with their rough and tumble type owners and. Like, there's there's a dog that like I swear to God I've seen like five times show up to the dog park, get in a fight within the first forty eight seconds of being there, and the do- the guy's <laughs> like, Jerry, come on, we're going out, you know. <laughs> and, and, I'm like, and like, then the
2: owner says something like, Yeah, she, you know, she she doesn't know her own strength. Yeah, She's yeah, tough.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's
0: my favorite. He's really of the dog. talking
2: about himself. That's my right.
0: favorite part of the dog park experience, right there. It's when. My last experience at a dog park was also with a dog named Maybelline. Mabel. Uh, We call her Maybelline. Mabes. uh, Mayday. Whatever you want to call her Mm -hmm. nicknames. Yeah, Uh, Maybe she's born with it. But it's, uh, yeah, she's definitely born with it. But uh, it's because the owners, I mean, you as dog owners know your dog so intimately. And it's the details that they share, like the personality of the dog that they share. That is what I love the most about going to a dog park.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So the last anecdote that I want to share is uh, that I've gotten to talk to like neighborhood kids, which like I, f- as a dude, like, I feel like all of society wants me to stay as far away from strange children as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah. And like, like I'm, I never have any occasion to talk to like, just like the random kids that are running around. And like, there's like kids in my neighborhood that like recognize me now and are like, Hey, Darwin, we love that dog. And, and it's it's so nice to it not just really feel nice. like a fucking like criminal, you know. I'm not a fucking dugger. Like I I'm not like I I don't want to like have that feeling, but like you are like forced to be constantly worried that somebody might misconstrue. Misconstrue yeah. just like asking a kid a question or like interacting with a child as being like an aggressive act.
2: You're about to steal them, obviously. Yeah. Well, right.
1: and 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 you know, which is fair because I have stolen many children. Yeah. But <laughs> hey, kid, you like puppies? <laughs> Their
2: corpses are all over this. place. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, we have a basement, uh, like a storage <laughs> area in the basement, and I just you know lie. Oh, yeah, that's the where the dog's
2: bone came from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, because uh, you know, like a cow femur is a little too big for him. As a, as a you know, yeah, uh,
2: seven year olds are perfect. Yeah.
1: Does that right?
0: like being being a New Yorker when you say uh, we have a basement? Does that equate to bragging? <laughs>
1: Oh, God, uh we have yeah. a, we have a basement. Uh
0: Basements are terrifying.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, the Yeah, like when I was in Toronto, Chris, I at some point was walking back to your apartment yeah. uh, by myself and I walked past a school that was on the other side of that big main drag from yeah. you and Yep. Uh they the kids were out playing and there's like no huge like razor wire fence. Right. It's just it's just like it was just like a playground that like like abutted the street, basically, mm-hmm. and I was like, I have not seen this in twenty years. Like, oh, but, I have not but, seen but I can a tell school you. that like like you could like take some some kids to on the weekend and play with them. Like, it's it's all like locked off here. And no, it's it's so. It's, I was like it's, blown away by that.
0: It's very it's very true though that, that that you know when I walk past, like if we're you know if I'm heading. I can't avoid going past that school so when I go past that school um, you know if you even like if you hear something funny coming from a kid's mouth and you look <laughs> over and then it's just like oh uh, I'm a predator I'm a, like, right. yeah I'm an instant predator like I, I can't you know I just put headphones on and just keep yeah. walking because it's like you know you do exactly what you're talking about you just I you wish I was more of a monster
1: of, and like didn't care what people thought of me you know cuz like I don't yeah know, i mean I maybe
0: just, it says too much about us it's like oh man what if yeah. they find us out yeah no i mean it's
1: yeah or maybe we have guilty consciences you know right well chris uh, as 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 horrible of people as we are yeah. uh, like the we worst. haven't been incarcerated yet so, so tell us about this softball team that you're going to be on
0: well, I figured I'd brush off my skills for my prison league that I'm gonna join. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the longest uh, yard. <laughs> yeah. Well it's uh, uh we mentioned a mutual friend and past guest, uh Chris Barube and uh, I was out. Yeah, I think we, we were case. off mic. But uh yeah. It was off we mic. Found, yes, we found we yes. found out
1: today that Andrea Salenzi is uh friends with Chris Barube, past guest and uh producer on uh Q on the that's, CBC. that's correct. Yeah,
0: He's the that's best correct. human of all humans. It's true. Oh dang. It's true. Um uh, so I, we went to a baseball game with a, another friend of ours, Andrew Norton, who produces a, uh, uh, another podcast up here called Canada Land Commons. And,
2: uh, Talented video uh, producer.
0: He's great. He, yeah, Radiotopia. Uh, he's involved with Radiotopia. He's done radio pieces for uh, uh, 98% Visible great guy and and so he had had, had called me to say 98 uh, percent. wow they got a little downgrade there did i say 98 <laughs> did you i don't know i might have that said would it quickly be a
2: great spinoff <laughs> <laughs> oh <my.
0: laughs> okay mute, get this out of get this out of this episode and let's start a 98 percent visible yeah
1: yeah um, oh yeah so i should edit it out so that people like don't steal our idea that's exactly it wow. Our wow. idea of me playing faulty tape back in my own head of <laughs> what did chris say he I think mistake, no, right? I, I, Here's the thing, I think I said it really
0: quickly And it might have came out as 98% It's going to be fun to of... edit
1: this because I will either discover That I'm an asshole or discover that I like, <laughs> I'm Have a idiot. pretty good memory Yeah, uh, You're either going to discover
0: <laughs> you're an asshole Or I'm an idiot, so either way <laughs> One
1: of the two, maybe both are true
0: and we, yeah. <laughs> Well I can definitely tell you on this end I am certainly an idiot
1: Well I am uh, an asshole, I think, I think everybody That listens knows that so. <laughs> Welcome uh, back to the asshole And the idiot <laughs> Um, anyway,
0: uh, we went to a baseball game and, uh, Andrew in the last couple of weeks have, has, uh, has reached out to see if I wanted to play some pickup softball, some slow pitch, real easy, real easy playing stuff. Um, sure. And that's kind of my speed, you know, I just want to go out and hit a few baseballs or softballs and, and, uh, have a good time kind of thing. So yeah. Uh yeah he's part of part of a league and and it's uh it's just kind of fallen into my lap. It's taken a year as I said, but it's happening. So That's um, great, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean uh I bought myself a glove. I mean like I'm just I, I haven't even played yet. I'm just like, I'm going to get a glove and I just, you know, <laughs> at the very least I'm playing catch with somebody. How about you? You're yeah. like
2: someone who decides they want to start running marathons and they like get the thing to hold their iPhone while they jog <laughs> <Totally>. they get <laughs> new shoes yeah. and they get the pants. Andre,
0: you're pretty you're you have no idea how close you well, are. Very to perceptive. Truth. I
1: yeah. um so I uh was involved in a adult sports league. Oh, God, I'm Uh, so glad you finished that sentence. In my life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And uh, I I used to play like that level of commitment of Ultimate Frisbee with my goofy friends in high school uh, where it was like, you know, pick-up game after school kind of situation. Yeah. And, um, And I liked that because it was like, you know, you could get a game together with not that many people and, like, it was fun to compete, but, like, nobody was, like, taking it too seriously. And for, like, three years, I was in the Central Park Ultimate Frisbee League th- on the logic that it would be, like, that. Like, I could just go up to the park, run around with some some people that, like, don't really want to be involved with a sport that anybody actually cares about mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, like, burn... 11 calories or something (laughs) and uh and i wound up like always being on a team with people that were like pissed off that i didn't know like the zone defense system and like just like like always the strategy and i was always on the sideline because i'd like run out there and like you know like somebody would get away from me that I didn't know I was supposed to be covering and yeah. they would be like, Ben, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, just as an aside, guys, quickly. We're I think... throwing a plastic disc around in a <laughs> fucking dusty field in <laughs> Central Park. Like, what are you talking
0: about? <laughs> uh, I just want to say that you'd probably burn 11 calories stressing about the zone defense that you didn't know just for
1: the record. Oh, yeah, that's true. I could have, uh, I could have maximized my weight loss. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like... Uh, like and And, like, the thing that I like about Ultimate Frisbee is that is there's a lot of running. It's like an almost soccer amount of running yeah. involved in that sport, which is like i like I like baseball and I like playing baseball and softball, but I just wish there was like more physical activity part of it, but it's like really the only sport that people don't become assholes about, I feel like. Could I could be wrong. I mean I haven't no, tried all think, of them, but well, no, so the
2: culture of it is so like I'm wearing tie dye. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a beer. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm gonna like not put down my beer in order to play this game. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think you could find that level of uh of play in any sport though. I yeah. I wish I could. I I just can't.
1: I yeah. I mean I I, I had another Ultimate Frisbee like group that was more on my on my page about like how serious we should be taking it. And, uh, I I think that, I think that that kind of all went away, but yeah, I mean, I'm not like a big, like, and, and another thing is that like what I found when I joined that league was that it was full of like people who had like played ultimate Frisbee competitively in like NCAA college level. And yeah, you just joined the wrong league. Yeah. Like those fucking, like, that is fucking serious shit. And I was like, 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 why? Why do you take this seriously at all? It's, it's such a fucking waste of time. It's the stupidest sport in the world. It's yeah. supposed to be the stupidest sport. Yeah. That's the point of it. It's a Frisbee. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should join frisbee golf. Frolf? Yeah, and run <laughs> run
0: between uh Oh yeah, like holds. high
1: impact frolf. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I have I have a theory that I haven't totally flushed out, which is that um when adults pick up sports as adults, mm-hmm. they t- try to approach it with the intensity that they did a sport in high school. Interesting. Um you don't know, theory- are in high school and it's like it's like if you are just like a swimmer and then you also go to school and you're a swimmer and then you go to school and all your friends are from swimming, it's like you take it so seriously because yeah. it's most of your life at that point. And then as an adult, it's never going to be that serious again.
1: I have, that uh, may may or may not dovetail with the theory that I developed, which is that <laughs> these are people who were academically gifted and focused on their academics and had latent jock tendencies that, came out in a big way when they hit adulthood. Like, like I am going to skin my knee every weekend. Yeah. And I'm going to make, like, and, and I will judge other people that don't do that. <laughs> I, I, have, I have maybe uh,
0: what could be considered a cautionary tale. And that's, like, you know, <laughs> what, what, what you're saying, Andrea, is, like, you know, I, I have a friend that, that used to be a really good skater he was a uh he played hockey and um you know just recreationally but he was a really good skater strong skater and i think he probably took about 20 years off of skating and then decided to get lace up the old skates again and sure. compete with people 20 years his junior and you know he, he thought he would show them up he'd like <laughs> i'm gonna show you i'm gonna get to that puck before you do and he skated as hard as he could towards a puck and then uh you know Took a spill and landed, like, crashed into the boards and broke his leg. So, <sighs> just, just remember that you are not yeah. what you once were. And yeah, uh, you are
1: not thirteen anymore. No,
0: and I mean, I, I, uh, when I, at a young age, I, I, I don't know. I guess I discovered that I could hit a baseball or or a softball. I mean, I could smack i mean maybe to be more accurate i could smack the living shit out of a baseball yeah <laughs> and i just fun. love to i just love to do it it's there's just, nothing
1: it's, more satisfying than a bat hitting a ball right in the sweet spot you totally
0: know? And, and this is like this is what i'm learning about like you know this recent foray back in or back into baseball is that there are ways to hit you can hit for a single or you can and that doesn't that doesn't uh this doesn't compute with me it's like i'm swinging for the fences <laughs> every goddamn time like i am i'm pointing yeah, my bat. Like, yeah yeah I'm pointing my bat like Babe Ruth and I'm determining <laughs> I'm going to hit it over the fence and I, you know, I don't usually, but, uh, anyway. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Chris it's Chris uh, slugger Bowman. That's why, they, <laughs> that's why you got the nickname. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean, uh, it's been a while since I've actually played, but, uh, we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to it either way.
1: I'm looking forward to it too, Chris. Um, I hope you drink a lot of that drink that has the hot dog in it, but tell me about the, uh, Oh well, I mean, I, I, there are, there are there's
0: a better chance of me hitting a baseball if I drank the Frank Collins than if I <laughs> drink this uh, Bronx cocktail cause
1: yeah, it's a, a spiritous drink, isn't it,
0: it? I mean, it is. It's it's very uh, yeah. It's if you're not careful, it'll t- it'll get the better of you. Um, it's
1: also unusual because like I feel like orange juice as a cocktail ingredient is not great. I In a agree, lot of context 100%. like like. I mean, it's not really like sour enough to be the sour part of your cocktail, and it's not really sweet enough to be the sweet part. Well, I think this is the, it's the second uh,
0: cocktail recently that you've given me with fresh squeezed orange juice in it. And I don't know if maybe the fresh orange juice, um, you know, affects it differently than say like a, a like a, a boxed orange juice or something, sure. but um, it definitely it's it's really subtle i mean it is yeah. really subtle especially with all that alcohol but uh, <laughs> uh you know yeah. a, a good friend of mine who's a bartender uh, also um really likes this drink and, and says that his experience is that he'd scale back some of the alcohol and and push forward the juice just uh, oh interesting yeah, yeah to, you to know i've read i've read a, a few palatable. different
1: re- uh recipes for this and some some definitely do that where the, yeah. the ratios are changed up a little bit
0: yeah like this is this is if you're going to sit at a bar and you do not want to mess around like if you've got a day <laughs> you want to forget then this is the one you want to drink but oh, yeah one bronx uh, please <laughs> <laughs> yeah one bronx please hold the orange juice <laughs> uh
1: yeah. good times yep Chris, uh, our good friend Tyson Elder called in a life event. That he did.
0: Hey, Ben and Chris. It's Tyson in Victoria, British Columbia. I turned 29 this Thursday, and I'm hoping for a cocktail that doesn't include birthday cupcake vodka. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Love the show. I don't know.
1: Uh, if I, I mean, are there any drinks that don't include birthday cupcake <laughs> vodka? Or? I, I'm looking
0: at a 300 page uh, cocktail recipe book with every one of them's got cock, uh, cuptail. Uh, cup-tail. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Guys, like I had this. Uh, not only it's did really... I have this Bronx, I had
1: uh, a beer before we started. Uh, and it was extra strength. <laughs> nice. Yep. Um we were originally going to be recording two episodes of the show today. Okay. Fuck and we're then not. we have a dog trainer coming over after this. Yeah. And, I, and my fiance was like, You're going to be fucking drunk. <laughs> the dog trainer. And it's like, I'll be fine. I'll take half sips. <laughs> Come
2: on. The dog trainer's already drunk anyway. He's <laughs> a dog trainer.
1: <laughs> yeah. The dog is very drunk. Oh.
2: I have some news for Tyson, which is that when you turn 29, you're actually turning 30.
1: Whoa. Yeah. That's a good point. Think about it. Yeah. yeah. When let's, you turn let's drink one, about it.
2: You're not just turning one.
1: Yeah, right. That's your. That's the end of your first, first year.
2: So he just began his thirtieth. He began
1: his thirtieth
0: year. His thirtieth so trip around the sun. Well, that, that's a very good point, Andrea. And I think you know, as as you said on your uh, uh, one of your recent shows, the 29, 29 and a half episode. As you said, um, uh, you you know you take on this. Oh, uh, it's I'm an adult now. Like things I need to do to be an adult. And I think sure. one of those things you need to do is. Uh, refine your palate and tyson i think is a cocktail fan but uh this drink uh is called the fernet Branca cocktail um oh. it's two ounces and it's funny because it's more gin than anything else but it's two ounces of gin a half an ounce of fernet bronca three quarter ounces of sweet vermouth and a flamed lemon peel uh for garnish Yum. um nice. you're going to stir with ice to chill and strain into a chilled cocktail glass garnish with the flamed lemon peel
1: Wow, that sounds really good. Yeah. I might uh, leap up and make that just uh, just ahead of the dog, the trainer, dog trainer showing up yeah. so that I do, in fact, have two cocktails <laughs> in me for that. <laughs> I don't want to disappoint Rachel. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Uh, wow, that sounds like a great drink. Well, uh, I know that Tyson always, uh, he's, he's called a couple of requests in before. Um, he always takes a really beautiful photo of them. He does. And uh, posts it on Instagram. And uh, great photographer so, that guy. I'll, uh, how
2: do you guys flame? How do you tell me about the flaming process?
1: So a citrus peel has a bunch of oil in it that is flammable, and so it it's only works with like pretty fresh citrus. Like if if a if an orange has gone like all leathery, yeah, you're not going to be able to flame the peel. But you basically want to like carve off like a big chip of peel, and then you hold like a lighter or a match over the drink, and you squeeze the peel like like colored part out not the white part out uh and the oils will like hit the flame and ignite and uh you get some flavor out of that that like that like settles on the surface of the drink and then you also drop the the peel in the drink and it's uh it, it just adds like kind of a smoky uh smoky flavor that wouldn't be there otherwise but it's also like exciting to look at
2: I think Tyson when you make this cocktail you should write down all of your hopes and dreams for who you'd be by now oh wow and then you should flame that and then flame your
1: Dang! <laughs> great idea <laughs> send it up into the ether yeah. just
2: like accept who you are and yeah. uh you're 30 now so well,
1: Tyson's as good as a kid so Andrea I he really like accept how much who he is you, I
0: like how much you've been meditating on 30 I really appreciate how much you've been doing it because I'm about to turn 40 and uh in one week <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh, I'm gonna freak out in the same way about forty.
0: A week today. I don't think you will. I honestly don't think you will. A week today? Holy shit. I gotta yeah. put
1: that in my phone so I don't it's a week today. So I fight. wonder
2: what your life event will be next week.
1: Oh it's oh. not gonna be it's not gonna be my birthday. Oh, I already have I your think. birthday in my phone. I'm a great uh, friend. Well
0: oh my you are a great friend because you know what? I don't have your birthday in my phone. I'm, an, yes. I'm a shit friend. Boom. Uh, but yeah, I really actually Well you're uh, you're a
1: paper calendar kind of guy.
0: <laughs> it's right, it's on my fridge. Yeah, uh, it's the only thing on the calendar I have for the entire year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I won't, I won't get into it, but it's uh, I, I honestly don't think I was speaking to somebody who's like uh, just turned 40. well uh, oh, I guess I shouldn't say just, but a couple of years ago turned 40 and said it's like the best time. And I honestly have been super relaxed about it. And I'm really surprised. That's you really know? good. Yeah. That's great, I, Chris. Really surprised. So Andrea, enjoy the next ten years. I don't think you're gonna freak out.
1: Yeah,
2: Mm, I I am.
0: (laughs) I think if you breathe deep enough, you won't. But let's see. Let's let's reconvene. Let's reconvene. Uh, We'll talk when you turn thirty nine in ten years. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. You turn forty, and I'll turn fifty.
1: Man, I
2: just I I don't know. I just feel like we all. It's like it's important to push yourself towards your. Your goals and your dreams, and keep yourself um, on task with them. And yeah, at yeah. forty, there's no way that I'll be the the accomplished um, Ira Glass that I dream of becoming.
0: Oh, there's tons of ways. Are you nuts? It's ten <laughs> years. That could happen in like six months if you're lucky there's gonna
2: be something i'm freaking out about there's gonna be some secret ambition that if i'm gonna feel like if i'm not there i've failed (laughs) yeah and that's how we motivate ourselves to uh not get bored in our relationship after we move in together it's like you push (laughs) yourself to be um your best (laughs) self forever
0: well i I I wish you the best of luck it's the
2: key to happiness
0: yeah yeah that's
2: why you sign up for a baseball team that's why you get a dog it's (laughs) like we're all like dreaming of these big things that we're struggling to become
1: Pretty good. That's a that's True. a great note to go out on. It is Andrea, how do people find you on the internet? You YOY, got a Y-O-Y dot
2: sexy. Just go to YOY.sexy and you can subscribe. <laughs> wow, that to the is podcast. so
1: easy to remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
2: YOY is the name of the show and I talk about love, sex, relationships, dating, but um, yeah, there's some exciting stuff ahead.
1: Yeah. Um well it's a great show. I can't recommend it highly enough. Um and uh yeah, I mean as much as
0: much as I'm new to the show, I'm all the way in. I, I can't yeah, wait to go back it's, and
1: it's great. It's it's yeah.
2: uh Well I recommend yeah, I recommend starting at the beginning and working your way up. Starting with um episode two is the first my first phone call with Randy. We had met at a bar and uh it was before I met my boyfriend and I thought that there might be something there so i called him for some feedback like what did he what did he think of me like how did i how did i was how did he rate me on attractiveness (laughs) like (laughs) was there anything there and uh he gave me a b
1: (laughs) solid b solid b i mean oh randy
2: he told me that i
1: uh have you ever given him a letter grade
2: no he doesn't give me a chance he
0: talks a lot
1: but
2: uh he told me i i Little stumpy. Randy sounds <laughs> like a I real smel- treat. I, I smelled fresh, like um, like freshly cut hay.
1: Mm. <laughs> Not quite a compliment. Reminded him of Mima's
2: farm back in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, when uh, I took my dog to the vet last, uh, said that he had great body condition, and I got so jealous of him. I, like, <laughs> I wish I had good body condition.
2: Join a baseball team, and you will.
1: I will. Yeah, Um, exactly. You can do Ben. You can follow Chris on Twitter at crispy chicken
0: and Benjamin at Benjamin R A H R.
1: Uh, And more importantly than either of those, you can follow our show on Twitter at Drink About It, and we're also on Instagram at Let's Drink About It, and on Facebook and Tumblr. And Mm -hmm. man, we're uh, we're all over the damn internet. Mm Graham Walsh made our music. Paul Watling made the artwork that you are looking at on your phone before Mm -hmm. you swipe up to read all the recipes from today's show, Mm -hmm. uh, which are always in the show notes on the podcast, but they're also at our website, www.letsdrinkabout.it. And with that, we will be back at you next week with. Oh, you know, we should say thank you, Andrea, for No, we should the show. definitely oh, say thank you, before you Andrea. I, before and thank I sign off. Thank you so off.
2: much for my wonderful Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. I drank every drop of it. I was it. a
1: little jealous of that. That that looked like a really good. <laughs> it's really good. It's um, like just like juice,
2: it, but like light and fresh sure. and homemade and yeah.
1: beautiful. Do you think that it's suffered for sitting for way longer than it's <laughs> supposed to <Impossible. laughs> I,
2: I think um romeo and juliet should should sit together alone in their apartment and watch yeah. netflix yeah. You know? yeah are you still soon. watching
1: that's what i'm asking <laughs> uh, uh well with that we'll be back at you next week with more life events and more drinks to go perfectly with them later potato
0: Uh ninety percent visible, 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 uh ninety percent visible.